You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. It is 10.38 a.m. on Monday morning and my life is a mess, mostly because my time management is just not down. So you might be wondering why I'm recording this on a Monday, first of all, and number two, why at 10.30 a.m.? Well, let me just answer that for you real quick because I signed up for overtime tomorrow and I really shouldn't have done that. I wasn't going to, but then I got like, wasn't peer pressure, but everyone that's in my group was talking about how they signed up for overtime and I don't get paid for holidays yet. So my 4th of July was unpaid. So I was like, oh, I'd really like to make up that time. So I just signed up for three hours overtime, but that means that I'm going to work from seven to seven on Tuesday, tomorrow. So I will not have time to do this podcast. I will be able to do my radio show afterwards and that's it. And I decided to take it without any additional breaks. So yeah, I'm dumb. But I can't go in and cancel it. And then also today started my new shift. So I started at 7 a.m. So I'm off at 3.30. But here's the thing. They adjusted my breaks. So my lunch break is right now. My coffee hasn't even settled yet. Like I'm not hungry. So I know what's going to happen. I'm taking my break right now, my lunch. I'm not going to eat. And then I'm going to be starving to the point where I can't focus the rest of the day. And I'm going to wish that I would have eaten something. But I'm not hungry right now. So why would I eat? Of course, my body's going to adjust to this new time. I hope or I'll find my groove. I can't eat, though, while I'm on the phone. So I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But so I'm currently taking my lunch break. My last break's at like one something and then I'm done for the day at 3.30. So I was just like, fuck it. You know, why don't I get part of my podcast done? That way I have less to do when I get off and I can actually feel like I'm off at 3.30 because let me tell you, being off at 3.30 is going to be so nice. And if I don't experience it today, I'm definitely not going to be able to experience it tomorrow since I signed up for overtime until freaking 7 p.m. like an idiot. I don't know why I did that. So yeah, here I am just slaving away in the hot ass office, even though our, okay, so (laughs) our AC wasn't working. We were told that we need to get a brand new AC. My friend actually came out and serviced it and he's great. Love him. He always comes out and services our AC when we're having issues. He thought there was something wrong wrong with the compressor and this was making Brett so anxious. Like he wanted to sell the house. Like we already knew this wasn't going to be our forever home, but he was like, that's it. We're selling before next summer. We're not buying a new AC unit. We need to get out of this house because like anything, it's an older house. And over time, we've noticed some things that either A, we don't like about it or B, we didn't realize at at the time that we bought it, right? But there are also things that I love about it. Like I live on the same street as my brother and his wife and then her sister lives on the next street and then their brother lives close. So we all hang out all the time and I would be afraid that if we moved, you know, it wouldn't be as convenient to just like walk down the street. We wouldn't get to see them as often. Of course, we would make the effort, but sometimes it's not as easy as that. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, I... I love this house. Yes, there are things that I don't like about it. Like our bathroom is super small. We both can't be in there at the same time. But there are, I love our kitchen. Like there are things that I love at the same time. And also moving again sounds like a nightmare. So I don't want to do it anytime soon. And also, also in Brett thinks was talking about when this AC, we were having problems. He was like, I want to move by next summer, which I mean, I will obviously be good at this job by then and I will have gotten a raise and things, but it would just be nice to like really stack some cash before we pull the trigger on hopefully a bigger house, you know? Anyway, so Brett was just like so stressed out about this AC. So Saturday morning we wake up and he goes outside and he does some investigating and he realizes that like, I mean, I don't really know, the the vents were blocked. So how he explained the AC working is that it pulls the hot air and then it does a heat transfer. And so it wasn't able to do that because everything was all blocked. So 
he was able to clean it out and the AC is working much better, which relieves some stress from Brett, which is good for me. So he's not so gung ho about moving like tomorrow anymore. But anyways, the ha- we've been running the AC all weekend because it's been so hot. And so right now it is 73 degrees inside downstairs, but upstairs it's a lot hotter. So I'm upstairs in the office running the fan, praying to God that you can't hear it in the background and just trying to give the AC a break because I don't want to overrun it. And also last time I checked, our smud bill was already at $264 and there was 10 days left in the billing cycle. So I'm going to need to just chill for a little bit as long as I can. Luckily now at work, I don't have to go on any Teams meetings. I just wake up, can roll out of bed. I mean, I was rolling out of bed anyways, but now I can really look rough. Like I'm just wearing a tube top and some bike shorts, trying to wear as little as possible so I can stay cool up in this office and not have to crank the AC. I'm sure I'll give in at some point, but it's not happening yet. Plus, poor Chuck, why am I talking so fast? I don't even have energy. I'm like actually kind of low key hungover. I'll get into that. Also, Chuck likes looking out the windows downstairs, so I like to leave those open as much as I can, especially since he's been cooped up all freaking weekend. So that's where I'm at with my life right now. Funny story. After I recorded last Tuesday, Brett and I went to go take Benny to the dog park. Remember, I was like all adamant about finishing quickly so that we could go to the dog park. So I was we were going to take Benny to the dog park and then we were just going to take him to get a bath, which I've been trying not to do because of his ears. I still can't get his ears wet, but I just brought some cotton balls and I actually had a token for Pet Food Express. Oh, Benny's barking. Benny was just barking at the pool guys. And then, of course, Brett called me because he knew I was on my lunch. And so I just sat on the phone with him for like eight minutes and picked my face with this new contraption that my sister-in-law told me about. It's She was like, how do you pick zits on your face? I was like, with my finger. She's like, don't do that. She's like, you need this little zit popping contraption. And so it's like this metal loop. And I have noticed that my face has stopped breaking out ever since I started using it. But also, I've switched to all medical grade skincare, like all Lyra. I'm using their face wash. I'm using their balancing lotion and I'm using their retinol and it's made such a huge difference. I just like cannot deal with my face backtracking to teenage years. Anyways, so I was all adamant last week about taking Benny out to the dog park, right? So we knew we were going to have to take him for a bath afterwards. And so I was looking all over for this token because at Pet Food Express, they have baths and you pay for it. And you get a token. Well, Brett and I are cheap and we always try to squeeze in after someone's left and get because no one ever uses the full 20 minutes. So we always try to squeeze in and use someone else's wash instead of having to use ours because they raised the, raise their prices and went from like $12 or $15 for wash to 18 So, um, but uh, during a weekday, it's, you know, that rarely ever happens happens normally we can only get get away with that on a weekend so I was looking for the token that I had and I was going through like my purse and I carry around this backpack Brett hates it it's this black leather backpack I'm pretty sure he actually bought it for me from Target but like cute little leather backpacks are in Brett got me a really expensive Vivian Westwood Westwood purse back in like Christmas of 2017 2000 Yeah, 2017. And I wore that thing to the ground. Let me tell you, it is fucked up. So I don't really carry that anymore. Um, And then Brett got me a Michael Kors purse for Christmas a couple years ago. Um, And I recently told Brett that Michael Kors isn't a thing anymore. And he was like, yes, it is. Got super offended. And I should have known better. But can everyone please tell Brett that Michael Kors isn't a thing anymore? I do like the purse, um, but it doesn't, it's not an everyday wear. It's like a fancy purse. It has like a gold chain. It doesn't fit all my shit. So I typically just carry this little backpack and Brett hates it. So um, I was looking through that little backpack for the token because I couldn't find it anywhere. It wasn't in my wallet, in my change purse. So I pull out this big stack of like 
cards from the front little pocket of the backpack. And I'm flipping through and there's all these random things in there that I don't recognize. Two room keys to MGM Grand. And then all of a sudden I see a driver's license and I, I recognize the face. It's not me or Brett. And then it hits me. Remember the people that we met in Vegas, the people we made friends with, the guy that ordered all the chicken sandwiches? Well, we were supposed to meet up with them that night and we didn't. She had texted me and asked if I had their room keys and I said no. Then the next day when I was texting her, she said um, we almost couldn't fly home. Thank God he brought his passport with him because he lost his ID. And I was like, oh, my God, that sucks so bad. I fucking had his driver's license, you guys. It's an Ohio driver's license. And at first I was like, who is this guy? Because he looks like Brendan Fraser. And I'm pretty sure I mentioned that in the podcast where I talked about them. I was like, who is this guy? And then it hit me. So I texted her. I was like, you will not believe it. I was like, I have your guys' room keys that I said I didn't have. And I also have your driver's license. I said, but I don't remember like holding any of your stuff. So I don't know if he just like put it in the locker and put it in my bag to keep it safe or what happened. But when she said that he didn't have his driver's license, I didn't even think to look through my stuff because it never changed hands over to me. Like she had a little phone case that she had stuff in. Like I in no way, shape or form thought that I have this guy's driver's license. Never even a thought in my mind. So then I keep going and I have a bunch of other stuff that doesn't belong to me. And then I have a debit card. And so I just assume it's hers, but her name's Laura. And the debit card I have is Brittany Myers. I don't even know anyone. I went through my phone. I went through my Facebook friends. I have no clue where I got this credit card. It's a credit card, like a capital one, maybe. I have room keys now, a driver's license to a guy that lives in Ohio, and a credit card to someone that I don't know. I asked them if they knew who that person was. They said no. So I'm like, did he? This is this is my thought process. You know how I said he was buying like buckets of beers and things? What if he went to the bar, got buckets of beers or whatever, and then went to our locker because we had a shared locker? Okay, no, no, no. Let me back up. He went to the bar to get a bucket of beers, used his driver's license, used his debit card, but accidentally picked up someone else's debit card because it's chaotic at the bar in Vegas, especially at a day club. So maybe he picked up someone else's stuff, went to our locker, put it all in my bag to keep it safe, and then totally forgot about it because everyone was blacked out. So I, I texted her and she was like, well, the mystery solved. At least we know now where his driver's license is. And I was like, I feel so bad. She was like, don't worry. He needed to update his address anyways. I was like, do you want me to mail it to you? She's like, no, it's fine. He said that you could make a shrine of him out of it. I'm like, okay, perfect. Just what I wanted to do. Oh my God. But how funny is that? Like the, imagine if I didn't know and he didn't have his passport and he wasn't able to get on the plane. Like what if, I mean, it's so bad. I cannot believe that I had his driver's license and the mystery is still out on whose debit card I have. I tried to look up the name. I'm pretty sure it's Brittany Myers, but that's a common name. Whatever the name is on the card, I can't remember. It's common. So I wasn't able to figure out who it was at all, literally at all. So yeah, that happened right after I recorded and I was like, man, I should go up and edit it. But that would just take so I was like, I'll just save it for next week. So I still have the credit card and the driver's license. I should chop them both up and throw them away because obviously they don't belong to me. Um, Did anyone feel that earthquake last week? I think it happened on like Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. I was sitting in the office and I thought Brett was running upstairs because the blinds were shaking. I thought he was like chasing Benny. My whole table started to shake. The pictures on the wall started to shake. And then all of a sudden my screen like popped with all these teams messages from everyone that's in my group. And they're like, oh, my God, there's an earthquake. So crazy. I swear I was feeling it afterwards. I know that there was an earthquake in the 90s. I remember being woken up by my mom and dad. And coming into the living room and everyone being all shooken up, shaken. Uh, It was like 1994, I think. 
but I've never felt one like that. There was one also at Fuego where I felt the building sway, but nothing like this. I honestly thought it was our AC. I was like, oh no, here it goes. This is before Brett fixed it. Oh no, this is the day. This is the day we're going to lose our AC. It's going to explode out there. We're going to be without air conditioning. Great. That's what I honestly thought was happening. Um, Thank God it wasn't that, but just so crazy. Like I, I, I can't. So of course, some people in my class were like, oh my God, I was so scared. I'm so scared. Okay, granted, if it made you feel sick, because I'm not going to lie, I did feel a little nauseous, but people were like, I think I might need to take a break. I'm like, oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, my sister, so sweet. She was catching up on my podcast and she heard the craft cocktail episode where I went on a tangent about craft cocktails. So she sent me a craft cocktail book. She was like, she found one. She was like, I'm going to send this to you. And I thought she was kidding. And then lo and behold, next day, Amazon dropped it off. And it's a whole book on craft cocktails. I can't wait to start making them. A lot of the book, like a good portion of it, are infused cocktails. Some of them take up to three months, but some of them only take a couple of days. So you infuse things with the alcohol um, or just with like juice to make the cocktail. And I didn't realize that. So I went into the book kind of late and I wasn't able to do it before the weekend. But my plan is to like do a cocktail, maybe not every week, but every time that I do a cocktail, um, review it here on the podcast and share the recipe so that you guys can make it at home. So like I I said, I plan on infusing something um, this week for the weekend using the book. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, there's some really good freaking recipes in there. There was one recipe that I could have made this weekend and I was going to, but I had leftover um, alcohol from 4th of July. So I tried to recreate my birthday drink. And um, so I had a leftover bottle of vodka, a, a whole thing of guava juice. So I just remade that. Um, so I'm going to save that one that I found. It was like a milkshake type of peanut butter thing. It looked really good, but also I had the worst upset stomach all weekend, so I was not trying to, you know, make a boozy milkshake. I really only have one experience with boozy milkshakes. Does anyone remember Tex Wasabi? Wait, is that what it was called? The um, Guy Fieri's restaurant? That's who it was, right? It was there on the corner of like Fair Oaks and Arden. Fair Oaks? No, How and Arden. What is that street? Not How. Arden and... Yeah, Arden and Howe over there, Tex Wasabi's. They used to have beer pong on Thursday nights. I used to meet my friend, um, my friend husband, my friend Summer and her husband. And this one time we used to go like every Thursday night. And this one time we were drinking white Russians. I think it was my first time with those. And I threw up everywhere. So I have not drinking a boozy milkshake since then because I'm lactose intolerant. So eh. but I was also a rookie back then, like I was probably 21 years old. So I'm confident that I could give it another shot now and do it responsibly. Maybe actually, I don't think there was any milk in this. I'll have to double check, but I'm all about the boozy cocktails now. Like I talked about before, not to beat a dead horse. I just can't believe for so long that I just drank vodka sodas and acted like they were good. They ain't good. Nothing about them is good. Um, they're fucking terrible. And they were just low. I've just come to the conclusion that they were just low calorie and easy. And I felt cool ordering them because I didn't want to be high maintenance because, you know, sometimes you order drinks places and bartenders are like roll their eyes. and They're annoyed that they have to make something that requires more than two ingredients. So I always felt like I was doing them a favor, like they should appreciate me because I'm ordering a vodka soda. You're welcome. Well, guess what, bitches? You better get your fucking shakers out and your fucking mint and your fucking sauces or grenadines or whatever, because I would like a craft cocktail okay um yeah my break's about to be over so pause for the cause until I can resume on my next break that is more around lunchtime that doesn't give me enough time to actually eat lunch okay take it take it easy I'll be back 
you know, I really think that I'm going to enjoy getting off at 3.30. I wish that I could actually leave the office, but I have to finish doing this and then I have to do my radio show. So realistically, I'm still not going to be off every day till like 4.30 podcast days later. But when I was off at 4.30 previously, I wasn't really getting off until 5.30 or 6. So it still is a major improvement. The first half of my day, I feel like I was so energized. And then the last half of my day today was torture. Like, I, I know I said this last week, but be nice to people on the phones. Honestly, my day was going so great. And then just a few calls can really turn that around. I mean, I just it's so hard to I know I talked about this, but, but I've never had a job where it's been like a requirement that you are overly nice and it's a requirement here. So I just have to like kill him with kindness, which is so hard for me to do, but I'm hoping that it's going to help me in my regular life. Anyways, beat a dead horse. I know I already talked about this. Something that I don't think I discussed. Did I tell you guys that we finally went to Camden Spit and Larder, which is on Capitol Mall? So Brett had found this restaurant a while ago, and it was um, an English restaurant, and I had it pictured... A kind of across from the Golden One Center, which it is, but I thought it was in a different location than it was. Anyways, we we were, we tried to go a few times, but because of COVID, it was closed. And then we never ordered takeout just because we weren't sure. You know, we had never been there before. So a few weeks back, we made reservations to go. And I'm so it was the same day that we took Benny to the lake up near Tahoe and had a nightmare day. I'm pretty sure I probably did talk about it, um, but I don't think I talked about it in great detail. So we finally went. It was so good. The food was unreal. There was a lot of English inspired food and then like a lot of regular things too. But like, for instance, Brett always makes sausage rolls. There were sausage rolls on the menu that tasted so different than his. Um, They had like a scotch egg on the menu, which we didn't try because it was a smoked salmon scotch egg, which I would love. But Brett doesn't eat salmon and we are not those people that where we each get an appetizer and enjoy it. We split everything. So it has to be something that we both enjoy. So I never get pokey. I never get anything with salmon in it, which is a bummer because I definitely want to try that. So my friend was actually our waitress and then she ended up telling the chef and the owner that um, Brett was from England. And so he ended up coming over to our table and talked to us for like a good 15 minutes. So fast forward to last week when we were in Bon Lair, um, he was actually there, the owner and the chef, because we had, were talking about Bon Lair and he was like, can you believe that I've never been there? So he came and then his wife was also there who I met and her and I were like simpatico we were so the same I loved her so much and so I was just so happy to meet her but then you know I left in a rush I was there with my friends so fast forward to this last Friday night we were supposed to take my parents there to celebrate my stepmom's birthday they last minute had to cancel so Brett and I were like fuck it should we just still go So we ended up going and because the big soccer game was on on Sunday, um, the owner, his name's Oliver, he was sending over like little tidbits over to our table. He made us, oh God, cod fritters. They were the best thing ever. Like Brett will eat a cod fritter, but he won't eat some salmon. What the fuck? So we sent over these cod fritters and they had like the English flag in them and it was just so cute. He sent us over some shishito peppers with like feta cheese on them and he sent us over some sausage rolls. Well, first of all, we weren't expecting all of this. We weren't expecting him to send anything over. So we got a dozen oysters that Brett also loves. Riddle me that. Won't eat fish, but I'll eat oysters. Okay. So we got a dozen oysters and we got this. They have this really good Camden toast is what it's called. It's like, oh God, I don't even know what it is, but it's so good. I encourage you to go. They have different a different lunch menu and then they also have fish and chips on Fridays. So anyways, we didn't see fish and chips on the menu, which is the main reason that Brett wanted to go. 
So we asked our waitress and she was like, you know, um, that normally is a lunch thing, but I can ask chef. So she went over and asked him and he made bread, fish and chips. And I'm not kidding. I was so envious of his meal. Um, I wanted the fish and chips so bad after I saw his and after I tasted them, they were phenomenal. So we rescheduled with my dad and stepmom. So we're going to take them there on Friday night. And you best believe I'm going to be getting those fish and chips. They were so good. And the drinks are really good. Um, It's super nice inside. Nothing like I was picturing. The location where I was picturing, I can't why can't I remember 5th Street Grill, 7th Street Grill? You know that place right across? It's dark. That's what it used to be called, at least. That's where I thought this location was. But no, this is actually on Capitol Mall. There's big windows, nice and bright outside. Oh, it's just amazing. And they give you a Yorkshire pudding um, with like this salted butter. Oh, it's I'm, I'm telling you guys, if you're looking for a new restaurant, Camden Spit and Larder, it is so good. And I've never faced the kitchen, but Brett always faces the kitchen. And he was like, it's amazing to watch him work because, you know, you go to most restaurants, you don't see the owner there. You don't really see the head chef. I mean, our favorite restaurant before this was Hawks and you do see the chefs back there, but you don't know which one's the head chef. You know, you just see people cooking back there. Well, at Camden Spit and Larder, you know who the head chef is. He is also the or- the owner. And Brett was like, I wish that you could see him working. She- he was like, he looks at every dish that comes up after they prepare it. He spins it around and he inspects it to make sure that it's good. And then he, you know, sends it on down the line to be delivered to the table. He was like, you just don't see that. And you really don't. So next time I want to get a seat where I'm facing him and I can watch him just because I'm so curious. It's such a cool little spot. Um, Whether you're going to sit at the bar to get appetizers and drinks or to sit down for a meal, I definitely recommend it. They have so much seating too. I was telling Brett, both times that we've gone, it's been really hot outside. So no one's been sitting outside. But on a nice cool day, there's so much outside seating. It would just be so wonderful to sit out there. So if you're looking for a new recommendation, for a restaurant telling you 1010 recommend I'll post some of the pictures from our meal on Friday at what the Chuck podcast and we're going to be going again this Friday I'm like is it embarrassing I hope he doesn't think that we're like stalking his life because we also saw him again this Sunday I'll get to that don't worry he he actually came up to the table again and he's like are you guys going in to watch the game and of course him and Brett were talking about it and he said that he was going to be in there with a lot of his staff on Sunday which he was and we did see him um so yeah we're going to be back on Friday and I can't wait Saturday we wake up and we didn't really have much to do on Saturday. The plan was we were going to get up and like take Benny to the lake. But then I was like, no, you know what? It's a little too hot outside. We should just chill and kind of go with the flow. I had a massage that day booked another massage with Courtney at Sacramento Massage Studio. So we just kind of chilled inside all day. And then I went to my massage. Actually, I lie. First, we went to Beach Hut for lunch because we had to go do some shopping. We were planning on making these Buddha bowls for dinner on Saturday night. We found them in the Delish cookbook. They looked amazing. So we went to the pet store to get something for Benny. And then we went to Beach Hut to grab lunch. And I never get beers at Beach Hut. It's like midday. I just don't. It's not a thing that I do. But when we were in line, I saw that they had the Corona seltzers with like a splash of lemonade. Lemonade is my jam if you haven't caught on to that by now. So I was like, oh, should I get one? And everyone was like, oh, I've heard that they aren't very good. Like all the girls that work there were like, oh, I've heard that they suck. No one likes them. And then Eric was there, who I know from working at Beach Hut. And he was like, yeah, I haven't heard very good things about him. So I wasn't going to buy one. But then I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to get one. If I don't like it, what was it? Like $3? Like, just give it to me. So I got one of the Corona seltzers with lemonade and it was a watermelon flavor. Went to go sit down, cracked it open. You guys, I'm so glad I didn't listen to them because it was so freaking good. Like so amazingly good. And I'm having a hard time with drinks lately. So, you know, it was good. Um, 
So we ate our beach hut. Then we went to Save Mart and I found a case. I bought a case. I haven't cracked open into them yet. There's like a bunch of different flavors in the case. I plan on drinking some of them maybe this weekend or maybe if I have a bad enough day this week after work. You just never know. They're so good. Um, And then we came home and I went to go get my massage with Courtney. I just couldn't stop telling her how amazing she was. I was like, I felt so great afterwards. I was like, I know it's going to hurt today. I was like, my palms are already sweating. I said, but I know how good I'm going to feel afterwards. And she was like, oh my gosh, you're tight in different places today. She was like, your lower back is really tight. She was like, can I try this um, technique on you? So she got on top of the table and put her knees in my kneecaps and like kicked my calves basically and it felt amazing and then she said my Achilles was super tight so she like did some things to my Achilles tendon and she's just amazing like I'm not kidding she was like I'm pretty booked up she's like but I you know do you want to book another appointment I was like yes absolutely so I booked another appointment for a Wednesday in August and like my back just like I've never experienced anything like that massage if you're looking for like a deep tissue massage I'm telling you Courtney at Sacramento Massage Massage Studio is your girl I was like I couldn't even believe I was like last time I saw you was an experience I was like I have a podcast I was talking about you I was like you're just so great I was like cannot even tell you enough things um when she was done with the massage and she like rolled over she put she puts like a hot towel on my eyes and um you know does like my my arms and my hands and stuff when she took the towel off of me and I sat up my hair looked so crazy like we were both cracking up because I looked like I just like rolled out of bed after sleeping for an entire year. And I was like, I think I love you. Like, I love her. I'm so happy that I found her and I will never stop going to her. She better not ever move state because I'll have to move with her. It's that good. I'm telling you, I've never had a massage like that in my life. So then I get home and I'm feeling max level relaxed. Brett's outside in the pool. So I change and I go outside and I'm instantly like, nope, this isn't my vibe today. This is not for me. I'm not trying to be outside. It is too damn hot. So I came back inside and then Brett comes inside and he's like, I have really bad hay fever. I don't really want to make that dinner tonight. He's like, why don't we just save it for the week? Because during the week, we're always scrambling to figure out what to make anyways. I was like, that's a great idea. So what should we have for dinner? So there's this pizza place that's close to us. It's an Italian restaurant. It's Chebuno, Chebuno, C-H-E-B-U-O-N-O. So not Chebueno. It's not Bueno. Buno. Is it spelled different in Italian? Anyways, um, I'll put a picture of it up at What the Chuck podcast because I bet you've probably seen it if you've driven down Folsom Boulevard. It's like kind of close to where Kingsgate is on Folsom Boulevard before Bradshaw. If you're heading east, it's on the left hand side. That's the first time I've ever used a sentence like that. And the only reason I was able to is because my brother-in-law said this to our Uber driver yesterday. He was like, if you're headed towards Folsom Boulevard East, I'm like, oh, I'm going to remember that. Look at me knowing my directions. So Brett was like, do you want to go there? We've tried to go there multiple times. Every time we try to call, it's closed. It's closed on like really random days. I wasn't even sure if it had reopened after COVID because every time that we've tried to go, it's been closed. So he was like, do you just want to go there? I don't feel like cooking. And I was like, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Totally down. So he pulls up the menu and we start looking at it. And he was like, have you ever had arancini, arancini before? And I was like, no, I have no clue what that is, but I trust you. So we got two pizzas because we didn't weren't sure how big they were. And they looked like it was a, in like a clay oven type of thing. So we figured they were going to be like one speed size. Plus, we want to we wanted to try two different kinds. So we got two pizzas, a pepperoni and then like one with prosciutto on it and like a white sauce. And then we got a focaccia bread and we got the arancinis, three arancini. I don't know why I have to say it like arancini, <laughs> two, uh, three arancini balls. So it's like fried rice balls. 
So they, I order it. They're open. They say 30 minutes. Cool. So I was show prepping for Sunday because I knew that I was going to be drinking on Sunday. So I wanted to get as much done so that when I got home from watching the soccer game on Sunday, I'd just be able to do my show and, you know, be done. I wouldn't have to show prep. So um, I'm show prepping and Brett goes to get the food and he comes back and he walks in. He says, I don't think this is going to be very good. And I was like, oh, why? I was like, was it nasty in there? Are we going to get food poisoning? And he was like, no, it was only $45 for all this. And I was like, why would that make the food bad? Like that makes no freaking sense. And he was like, I don't know. It just seems really cheap. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't mean anything. So we open everything up. Oh my God, this is the type of pizza that I like. You guys know we've been stuck in a pizza rut. It is like the most, um, it's like a one speed type of pizza. It's like the most amazing pizza. Everything looks and smells so good. We sit down, we cut to the focaccia, bomb. The ma- I don't even like marinara. And the marinara sauce they gave us on the side, bomb. The arancini was bomb. All of it was so freaking good. I could not believe how good it was. And $45 with a tip, that's how much it is for one pizza at Round Table. We got three pizzas once at one speed when my parents were over. It was $89. We got two pizzas, a focaccia, arancini, and some sauces on the side. And it was $45 with a tip. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Stop it right now. I loved it so much that I was inclined to leave a Yelp review. So that was a whole process because I did not know what my Yelp login was. And upon trying to figure it out and troubleshoot, I realized that I have two different Yelp accounts. So I left a Yelp review and I was just like, you know, been wanting to try this place for a long time. Um, You know, it's amazing. Run, don't walk. I looked at their history on their website and they are a married couple. She's from Italy. This place started out as a food truck and then they were able to open up a brick and mortar. So I leave this great review, right? So Saturday night, we're just sitting around. We watch the fights of whatever or Brett Watts. I mean, I guess I kind of watched the fights and we're just about to go to bed. We were going to go to bed early because we wanted to be fresh and ready for um, the soccer game the next day. So um, I'm like, you know, wiping everything off on the counters and like rinsing everything off in the sink. And I get a notification that the owner um, of Chebuno, Chebuno, man, if I ever go in there, I'm definitely going to be asking how you say that. Um, she left basically a comment on my review and she said, like, I can't remember what she said. Let me see if I can find it. I don't really know how to use Yelp. That's the problem. I like have no idea what I'm doing. I have over 800 friend requests on Yelp. So the two that I have, one is obviously old that I started with an old email address. And then I have one that I started that's kind of new. And I wish that I could merge them because I honestly, I honestly want to start Yelping because I don't want to be that bitch that only Yelps bad things. And on both of my accounts, there's only two bad Yelps and the rest of them are good. Okay, here it is. Here's my review. I'll just read it to you. We've been dying to try this place and tonight was finally the night. When I tell you this is the best pizza we've ever had in our life, I'm not kidding. We've been stuck in a rut with pizza lately in Sacramento. Tried a number of places, but nothing hits the spot. That search for the best pizza in Sac stops tonight. We also got the focaccia, which was unreal, and the arancini. I've never been to Italy, but my husband said it tastes just like it does in Italy. I can't wait to eat my way through this menu. It's truly amazing. Run, don't walk. This place is a must try. So then I get an e- or an, a comment under this, and it says, Wow, Megan, what a wonderful, what a wonderful review. A tearjerker 
really. I'm speechless and it doesn't happen very often, but I want to sincerely emphasize how very appreciative my family are. Please come back soon and thank you again for giving us a chance and trying us. And that just made me feel so great. And here's why. When I went to go leave the review on Yelp, before you leave a review, it prefaces it by saying, um, please understand that places are short-staffed due to the pandemic. Um, please, like Basically, please be gentle when leaving a review. Basically, people are going to Yelp to, to leave bad reviews um, because businesses are struggling right now. And so it was trying to warn me to, to think twice before doing that, which I wasn't even going there to leave a bad review. But it made me, God, it made me feel bad, first of all, for just businesses that are experiencing that. But then it also made me feel so happy to leave a good review for a business that was truly amazing. And the fact that she saw it and like recognized it, which makes me, which was part of the incentive for wanting to leave Yelp reviews. You know, I went in and I left a Yelp review after that for Sacramento Massage Studio because they should know how great they are and they should recognize their great employees. You know, I just feel like Yelp is just a resource that I don't typically use and I'm going to start. My question is, which account or do I flip flop? Because I have two accounts and they're, I mean, they have, each of them have about eight reviews. So I just don't know which one to use. Do I just use both? I mean, because I have great reviews on each one. So I don't want to pick one over the other. And I want my Yelp to look active because I don't want people to see a review and then go to my Yelp and be like, okay, well, she was probably paid to leave that Yelp or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I want it to look genuine. I went in and I left a, a review for Camden Spit and Larder, but I left it on a different account than the one for JP. I was just so, I didn't know what to do. I was so confused. I was in a Yelp, I was in a Yelp love triangle with myself. <laughs> Anyways, Chebuno. Buno, whatever. So freaking good. Um, I highly recommend. Even Brett was saying there's a Chinese food restaurant next door. And I guess one of the ladies that works there was sitting outside having a cigarette. And she was like, those pizzas are really good. And Brett was like, oh, I couldn't wait to get them home. I'm like, "Okay, well, when you got home, you said they weren't going to be good because they were cheap. Um, But if you're definitely looking for good pizza, 1010 recommend. Chen Chen recommend. So on Saturday, I also called Bon Lair to find out what time they were opening on Sunday. Previously, they had opened pretty early, but that's because there were soccer games before the England game. So when I called on Saturday, um, I got a guy. So a, one of the guys that works there, I'm pretty sure he's like the manager. I went to high school with him and I actually went. He has a twin brother named Sean. It's Sean and Connor. And if you know, you know. So Sean and Connor, I went to high school dance to Tolo with Sean and we got kicked out for freak dancing. <laughs> so last weekend when we were there, I was so frazzled. I accidentally called Connor Sean and I knew that it was Connor. Like it was totally my bad. And then I felt so awkward afterwards and I felt really embarrassed. So when I called on Saturday, I thought it was Connor who answered the phone, but I wasn't sure. And I didn't want to be like, this is Megan who called you Sean last weekend, like a fucking idiot. So instead I just said, Hey, what time do you guys open tomorrow? And he was like 11. And I was like, okay, so you don't open any earlier for the games. And he just said no. And I was like, okay, okay. Okay, bye. So we just hung up and we decided we were going to show up at 1030. Well, then yesterday we wake up and we're like getting ready took a shower, even though my hair was pretty much clean. But I was like, you know, I'm going to get ready. We're going to go do this. It's going to be fucking packed. But I was like, I wouldn't even bother washing your hair because it was hot and cramped in there the weekend before. But I was like, fuck that. I'm doing it. I never get ready. Like during the weeks, during the weekdays, I am so disgusting. Sometimes I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I'm like, poor fucking Brett. If only I could just pull it together for a couple days. So I was just like, I'm just going to get ready, you know, full blown. So I get out of the shower and I'm getting ready. It doesn't take me that long anymore either because I got my real hair these days. You know what I mean? So Brett's like, I'm just going to call just to confirm. So Brett calls and he was like, what time do you guys open? And whoever answered this time said 1030 and Brett could hear people in there. So he's like, we need to hurry. So I hurry up and got ready. We went and got the Uber. We got my brother-in-law. 
We get there and there's already two people standing outside. So I was like, I'm going to go across the street to Pachamama, Pach- Pachamama or whatever. And I'm going to get a coffee while we wait outside because it's it's at this point, it's like 1010. They said they opened at 1030. So I get inside to Pachamama or Pachamama or whatever the fuck it's called. And I'm like, hey, I've only been here one other time and it fucked me up for an entire day. I'm so sensitive to caffeine. I said, but I really want a nice coffee. Can you just recommend something that's not going to make me feel like I'm on drugs? <laughs> and so um, he was like, I can give you a lot, a latte half calf. So he made me an iced vanilla latte with oat milk at half calf. And it was so freaking good. So by the time I get that and walk back across the street, there's a ton of people out there now. And I hear Brett talking to a guy and he's like, so how long have you been here? And so Brett made a new friend and his girlfriend was with him and they seemed super nice and normal. And I was like, hallelujah, thank you for meeting normal people and not fucking weird ass people like you did last weekend that you had then invited to our 4th of July party. That freaking poor, you know who, my sister-in-law's sister, don't want to say her name. I don't even know if I already did last episode. Monica had to kick out. I'm just going to go there because I'm pretty sure I've said her name. She doesn't mind. Monica kicked him out kicked him out so um we're all kind of chit-chatting out in front it's all English fans and I can hear people inside but the front door is locked and so uh, my brother-in-law he was like I'm gonna go around the back and see if it's open he's like if it is I'll call you guys so Brett's phone rings and it's he's like it's open so me and Brett take off to the back and then everyone obviously knows what we're doing so they all follow us and we get to talking to the same people inside they're standing next to us we get our spot at the bar it's already pretty busy and we made it in the freaking nick of time because right after that it gets packed when I'm telling you that you cannot move I'm not kidding you cannot move it is wall to wall and it was a triple digit day so it starts to get fucking hot in there so here's the situation if you've ever been to Bon Lair, you know the layout, but there's the front, you know, there's, then there's the bar and then there's a hallway and then there's like a back area and then there's a patio, but there's only one place to get drinks. And I am standing at that place. So Connor's working and then these t- a girl's working and another guy. So people are coming up and they're either trying to push their way into where I am, which is giving me even little space than I already have. So I start and I was doing this a little bit last weekend, but I full blown had a job at Bon Lair on Sunday. So people are coming up. I'm saying, what do you because they can't get to the bar. There's no space. There's people on both sides of me. There's no space for them to get in. So I turn around. What do you want? Oh, what tab? Do you have a tab open? What's the first name? Open or closed? Are you paying cash? How much tip do you want to leave? I probably got to know every single person in that bar because I was taking the orders, regurgitating that information to the bar staff, then handing the drinks back. So then the guy that owns Camden Smith and Larder and his wife, they come in. They get a table behind us because they had people there saving their spots. So they are um, ordering like seven, eight beers at a time. She's yelling to me across the bar their order. I am getting the beers and then we're doing a chain reaction through the crowd to get her her drinks because I can't walk over there to, to there and talk to her. And so every time that I'm well, not every time, but most of the people I was they were so appreciative of my help that they just started buying me drinks. I probably only bought two of my own drinks and then everyone was just buying me drinks. And then the bar staff was so appreciative that I was helping them that they were giving me free drinks. So I was just slamming. Um, what was I getting? Uh, something on Magners on ice, which is a cider made from 17 apple variations I read the bottle I fucking hate apple and I hate cider but this Magners on ice is the most refreshing thing also Bon Lair is just beer and wine so I was just like fuck it you know this is what I'm gonna drink all day so I just sat at the bar drinking my drinks 
helping people get their drinks. And at one point I had to go to the bathroom because I drank that coffee and I was drinking all these beers. And I looked at myself in the mirror and because of it was so humid in there, my hair had started to curl up. So I just threw it up in a bun. Brett was right. Shouldn't have washed it. Shouldn't have gotten a shower and, you know, got myself completely ready just to be probably the most disgusting I've ever been in my life. Like I'm not even that disgusting when I do the Peloton and I'm not exaggerating. Not only was I dripping sweat, but I had beer in me because I would put my hand straight up in the air with the beer and hand it back to people. So beer was spilling on me. I mean, I was absolutely disgusting, but the atmosphere was unreal. It was so much fun. Um, it's I've never seen a more depressed bar than when England lost. Like I didn't even realize what had happened. I thought that they got another kick. And then all of a sudden I was like seeing people's faces and realizing that it was over. It was like everyone in the bar just got told that their dog had died. Like, honestly, it was the most depressing thing in life. No one was talking. All of a sudden, everyone just dispersed. People were actually in tears. There was one guy specifically. Um, I, I mean, I know his name because I had ordered drinks from him a couple of times. His name was Jake. And he actually was in tears in the back patio. Like, it was it was very depressing. Um, so we didn't stay after that because Benny had been home for by himself for a long time. Not only that, but I was so fucking sweaty. And it was so funny, too. It was mostly English people there and then some Italy fans. But then a bunch of guys like Ben, ben, ben Gale was there, who I've talked about in a previous podcast, the one where I said that I fell at the nightclub and I was going to have to have people testify. And Ben was like, can I tell the judge your titties popped out? And I was like, no, Ben. I haven't ran into him in a really long time, but I've grown up with him. We went to elementary school together. I don't know if we went to middle school together, but then we went to high school together. And there were a couple other guys there that I went to high school with. So it was just like such an interesting crowd. And I was it was nice to catch up with them. But then, of course, you're standing next to someone that you haven't seen in so long and you're body is just like drenched in sweat. There's so much heat coming off of your body. It was just, it was a nightmare, but it was so much fun. Like I wouldn't have changed anything about the day because it really was a good day. But of course, Brett was in a super bad mood and just sad when we got home. Like I've never seen him like that. Brett is like the happiest, most energized drunk. And he was just like in his feelings times 10. He's like, I don't even want to do anything. You know, it's bad when we came home and took a nap on the couch. Brett, I've never seen Brett take a nap in my life. Both of us got on the couch and fell asleep. I wasn't drunk, but I was definitely really buzzed. I took a shower, did my show, got on the couch, laid under the AC vent and just took a freaking nap. Woke up at 730, went to bed, <laughs> watched Love Island in bed and then went to sleep and woke up this morning. Not going to lie, I was feeling a little rough this morning. Like I said, I wasn't drunk. I just felt the after effects of all the alcohol that I had drank on top of sweating and probably being very dehydrated and not drinking enough water. But yeah, it was... It was a really, really, really fun day. Not going to lie. Um, I really wish that England won a one, though. I said I went to the bathroom when Italy scored and I came back out and I was like, I honestly feel like I'm a good luck charm because everything was going great. And I go to the bathroom and I'm not watching anymore. And that's when all the bad shit goes down. <laughs> I wanted to say too. I actually, I'm not even going to say, okay, I am at the beginning of the day. I was like, I have a good feeling. I have a feeling that England's going to win. I was thinking that. And I started to say, I'm going to say something that I might not. I was like, I have a feeling. And my brother-in-law was like, don't say it. You're going to jinx it. He was like, don't even think it. And so now part of me thinks I'm a good luck charm, but part of me is also blaming myself for the loss. So I just don't even know what to say about it. Speaking of Love Island that I got in bed and watched last night, it's so fucking annoying that Last night's episode was two hours long and I was super happy about it. And then they said tomorrow's episode is only streaming on Paramount+. Plus. What the fuck kind of shit is that? 
Is it a bonus episode? Is it an actual episode? Because I don't have Paramount Plus and I don't plan on getting it. It's so annoying that shows are doing this. And it's even more weird because it's on Hulu. So these exclusive ex- episodes, like pick a platform. These exclusive episodes that are only on Paramount Plus are not going to be on Hulu. Like what am I going to be missing in the episode that I'm not going to pay for to watch tonight? So infuriating when they do shit like that. Um, I'm going to post the recipe to the Buddha Bowl. I'm going to post the screenshot of the recipe, I guess, that I posted to my social media over the weekend because a lot of people seemed interested in it. So just in case you want to give the recipe a shot, you'll have to take a screenshot and zoom in. But um, you can find that at What the Chuck Podcast. We're going to make it tonight. I'll give you an update next week on how good or bad it is. Hopefully it's going to be good. There's peanut butter in the recipe. Honestly, the recipe is is a hot dish, but I think it's going to be even better cold, which I will try out tomorrow on my overtime shift when I don't have a break from like, what, one? 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Tight. Cool. Wonderful. That also being said, I'm not going to do a bachelor review this week unless something absolutely crazy happens that I just cannot like hold for another week. But because it's going to be over late tonight and then I work start work at 7 a.m. and then I'm not off till 7 p.m., I'm just not going to have time to do my radio show and then tack on a little bachelorette extra. So um, I feel like a lot of you don't come here for my bachelorette recaps anyways. So enjoy what you got this week. May the force be with you. Try a Magners with ice if you're ever at Bomb Lair. Check out all the pictures that I posted at What the Chuck podcast, including the picture of us trying to get Benny to eat by sprinkling cheddar cheese in his bowl. I know it's a fucking nightmare. You know what I forgot to mention? We didn't see the guy from last week's episode at Bomb Lair this week. I was fully anticipating seeing him and ignoring him because he's a nightmare, but he wasn't there. At least we didn't see him. No, I would have known if he was there because hi, I was the bartender. So crisis averted. Hopefully we never run into again and run into him again in our whole entire lives. Um, yeah, it was so bad. I was like dreading it all week because I was like, I hope that guy's not there because I feel like he's just going to be blacked out and come up to me and be like, hi, my name's only with an English accent unless like Barney. Okay, wrapping this up, rate me five stars, leave me a nice review, tell your friends to follow me, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at Podcast.